All right. So, because I value you guys as much as y'all like to torture me, I do take suggestions from the crowd. And this is me taking suggestions from the crowd. I want to say thank you to all of my Patreon supporters who help support the channel. Also, I want to say thank you to my Twitch subscribers. Help the channel out by donating or go to Patreon.com. Thank you. So let's watch some TikTok videos. I know it was suggested to me. I still have that comment thread up about if you want to see me do a video, what video would you want? Um, definitely take the time to go to that thread in my community section and just drop a video if you can. So um, let's let's get to it here. What's something Europe has changed your mind as an American? Oh, this is interesting. This is motherfucking interesting. Let's hear it. Or travel to Europe. What's something Europe has changed in your mind that now you can't let go? Uh, just the way that people talk here in America, so loud, so shiny. And the way they think it's better to have a big smile on their face than to have their natural facial expression. People in Vienna don't tolerate that. So, wow, that's interesting that people in America, they um, like to put on a fake front. And I mean, like, that's what she was implying. That's actually interesting. But she was in Vienna. Um, so I guess, where's Vienna? Is that Italy? I think that's Italy. Well, let's go. Spent seven weeks in Iceland and oh, I she had a ball spending seven weeks in Iceland. She had a ball. I learned that according to Icelandic politics, Bernie Sanders is considered far right. Okay, so I only found But we kinda knew that already, right? We kinda knew that already. That, okay, alright, let's go. I found out about this recently and it kinda blew my mind. But I watched a TikTok of a lady who worked on a farm. And she basically went on to say, um, like grocery stores and stuff like that hold auctions. And in these auctions, they sell off near expired or expired food stock that they can't sell to us and we're not going to buy or eat. And they sell it to farmers and farmers use it to feed their livestock. So what that basically means is the same processed garbage that we eat from grocery stores every day is being fed to livestock to keep them sustained with you know a few pieces of carrot and apple chopped up into it like there were ritz crackers in this trough of food that they were gonna ritz crackers bro wait so is he saying that in america we give our animals the same trash we eat oh god okay let's continue so glad you asked. Healthcare. And I'm not referring to universal healthcare, although that is a great perk. I am talking about the level or standard of care that you receive as a patient. For example, I sprained my wrist while snowboarding. And although there was a language barrier, they x-rayed, splinted, wrapped, dressed, did everything that they could to make sure that my wrist was going to heal properly. And went into detail about what was happening to my body and how I could aid my body in its healing process. Oh, shit. We're not going to get that in America. Hey, hey, take this opioid and get the fuck out of my room. You should watch a video of someone grilling corn. It's infinitely less painful than whatever this will be. 
I, I don't know. Like they they spitting they they cooking, man. They spitting facts about this shit. Uh, is it gonna be painful about hearing what we don't have and everybody else has? Again, language barrier, but they really did try. When I broke these same wrists in the United States a few years later, I was told to ice, elevate, and it would be in a cast for six to seven weeks. I was only in it for five weeks, though. Then when I got my cast off, I was very likely going to need physical therapy for my mobility. However, I was told by the PA that I won't need physical therapy because my wrist can bend enough. Living in Europe for Yeah, that sucks. Okay last couple of years has taught me more than anything that the propaganda surrounding the United States being the best country on earth does one of two things. It either makes you complacent in being taken advantage of by the oligarchs or it villainizes you for speaking out against your exploitation. This is true. Very fucking true. Fuck. All right, let's go. But walking around saying you're the best country on earth does nothing to improve the country itself. But saying that you you're the best country on earth really helps keep those who are in power in power and those voices who are suppressed continue to be suppressed. God, this is this is painful. This is painful. Oh my god, this is painful. Let's go. Well, I won't go bankrupt if I get sick in Europe and I won't be poisoned by that country's food supply. I won't be subjected to laws and policies that harm marginalized groups. Uh, I won't live under a rapidly deteriorating political environment that's slowly stripping away your personal freedoms and rights. I won't be force-fed somebody else's religious beliefs when I may think something differently. I can actually walk outside and breathe clean air. I Fuck, I'm jealous. My daughter's about 16. I think I can move to Europe. Hell, she wanted to move to Europe anyway. All right, uh, I'm sorry. Let's go can see people having access to free education so they're a smarter society, a healthier society. And finally, I can feel like I'm part of something bigger, like being in a community where people actually give a shit about one another. A lot of people. Yeah, this is painful. God damn it. All right, let's go. People are going to say the food and you're not wrong because America's food is so much more processed. It takes like two months for your stomach to actually acclimate back to all of that. So for the first two months, eh, you're going to probably be sick. But something I really realized after talking to a lot of people from Europe is that unlike Americans, their job isn't like their main source of pride. In America, we tend to really like boast about how many hours we're putting into the grind of our job. Oh God, that was me 10 minutes ago talking to a friend of mine. Um, so this lady it is spitting and whoever's um, recording responding is gonna say what now? Yeah, exactly. Whereas in Europe, they don't really tend to do that. Not to say that they're not proud of what they do for work, but they tend to have a lot of different things that they're more proud of than how long they work. and Or their identity, maybe because they like to do shit outside of just work. Oh, God. Where they work for so long. I'm not saying that culture is not shifting, especially with millennials and Gen Z and Alpha. But it's definitely something I noticed and definitely something I wanted to change. The fact that I quite literally need an insurance for everything where I live. So for those of you who don't know, I am a U.S. American, originally from Atlanta, Georgia, and I now live in the Nuremberg area in Bavaria, Germany. I had no idea that certain types of insurances in other parts of the world existed. In the United States, I guarantee you, more people have car insurance than have health insurance. And here, I've got... Health insurance, car insurance, personal liability insurance, 
personal liability insurance as a self-employed individual, legal insurance, legal insurance as a self-employed individual, accident insurance, I'm no longer able to work insurance, retirement insurance, private retirement insurance, almost forgot about dental, homeowner's insurance, what should I insure next? I mean, like, it sounds like a lot, but it just sounds like, oh shit, I stubbed my toe and I can't work for a week. Oh, we got you, dog. You don't have to live in poverty because we got you. Okay, let's go. I always talk shit about the states. Someone who is American, you are always seeing, like, the cons about being an American and living in the states. But one thing that I learned that was, like, of all the good things, and I felt lucky to be living in the states, was from Italy. I lived in Italy for about six months. And I have realized that as a young person, if you have the spirit of an entrepreneur and you're not 50 years old, it is so hard for you to get the resources and the credibility to just do it. Additionally, it's not as easy to fail and just open another startup the way it is here in California and Silicon Valley. And that like learning from failure came from the States. So it made me realize I feel really lucky to be a young person who has aspirations and who has an American passport. I, I don't get what she was talking about. Was she saying it was good in the U.S. or is it good in, in because we know in certain parts of Europe, especially um, Spain, where co-ops are a thing. But uh, all right, let's go. The main thing that has that opened my eyes when I went to Europe. And this was when I was a teenager. I went to France. I've been to France twice. And I've been to England and I've been to Austria. The main thing that I noticed was the food. Even though that food is super rich, I still lost weight because there aren't the additives that we add in our food are banned over there. Damn. So even that that is true. Let's go. If you eat more than you would have ever eaten over here, over there, you still will lose weight because a lot of their food isn't modified. And on top of that, I'm responding, you jackass. I'm responding. All right, let's go. How they price their food is super is different. Like it's the opposite of what we do over here. So that was a big eye opener for me in particular. I got tagged in this several times, so here we go. For context, I am from Texas, but I live in Germany. So we live in the country, like I'm a country gal now. Very tiny village, lots of livestock, cornfields, like country. And anyways, there are trails everywhere. Uh, that sounds fun. Oh, don't let them be biking trails. Oh, please don't let them be biking trails. I actually got my bike fixed recently and I've been out biking the last couple of days. Let, let's go. We can walk out of our house and there are trails in every direction for miles. You can just hop on a trail and bike and walk to the next town. A lot of these trails go through people's property. It's their farmland, like they own it and I'm walking through it. When we first got here, there were so many times where I thought, okay, I'm not supposed to be here and I'm going to get S-H-O-T because if you're walking- I mean like, it's, I mean, like if you're from Texas, I get it if you have that mentality of, oh shit, I'm gonna walk through somebody's shit. They gonna, they gonna, they gonna, they gonna pull up on me. But all right, let's go. Through or stumble upon somebody's property in Texas, uh, you better be careful. Here, that is completely normal, and it took me a solid year to get used to. And not very many people own guns, so. 
I mean, like she's from Texas. That's yeah, yeah. Come on, let's go. So my aunt. Did she just say outside? All right, let's go. Answer is security. You feel so much safer in Switzerland. I live in Switzerland. I've been here about almost seven years this year, and we just don't have the same security concerns. My four-year-old walks to preschool by himself. He knows how to cross the street and everything. You don't now, here's the thing about this one. This is something that I've, I've learned from, um, was it not just bikes, or it was um, the one about the suburbs are killing us? Like, they literally, like... It's everybody's out. So this shit, I know people like, would you let your four-year-old walk to school by itself? Like, yeah, everybody's out. People are walking down the street. You are literally just like, oh, oh, oh yeah, this is my neighbor because I know your ass. So I know people that may give her shit, but it is one of those things where it's just like, it's not even traffic the way we have here in the States where we have strolls. Streets and roads. Like, no, this is, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't have kids getting yelled, like, snatched up. And my example was going to be that people literally leave their strollers outside of stores. And there's a stroller behind me that was parked there while the parent went in to buy baked goods. That's what people do here. And my list could go on. Safety, security, cleanliness, um, education, geography. It, it's a long list. I mean, I definitely want to move back to the U.S. one day, but with kids, it definitely feels better in Europe, right? Shit. I could write a novel about my experiences, but I'm going to talk about one specifically. I went to Finland back in December and decided to take the bus across town. I was horrified when I saw these very, very small children get on the bus completely by themselves. They were probably like seven and five years old. My first thought was they're lost. They lost their parents. They're in danger. They need help. But they were totally fine. They were carrying sleds. They were laughing. They were joking around. And then they got off the bus. And it's because Finland is one of the safest countries in the world. Parents there are not worried about their children getting yeah. kidnapped or anything bad happening to them, really, because it's very rare. I know a parent in the state of New York who got charged with child abuse for letting their 10-year-old kid ride the New York City subway by themselves. Meanwhile, me as a black woman, if I decide to have a child, obviously they're going to be black. There's going to come a day where I have to explain to them that it's not okay for them to sit outside and play with their toys because they could get shot by the police. That's the U.S. for you. So this is actually interesting, and I'll say what. Why? Because this is, and I won't call the audio with this one, um... That was that was definitely interested. Um, here, let's let's go. Um, one of my favorite channels, and um, let's let's talk about this. Um, here, no, this was actually very recently. Um, my man, you do th three videos a day. Um, was this over Saturday? Here. Um, okay. 
Oh, here it goes. And this is this we're gonna call an audible. So most of you guys know this. This is um, one of my favorite channels to watch. Um, and this is an interesting question that he actually got in. And this is telling. Let's speed it up just a little bit. Let's go. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about a question that came in from a cop in Europe. Basically asking how to deal with black Americans in, in a good And you'll see why I kind of relate the two videos. Let's go. Anyway, um, I will provide my suggestion. But if you are a black American, down in the comments, put what you would what you would like to hear. What would set you at ease if you were in this situation? Uh, the officer said that they would share the information with their colleagues. So what happened? What prompted the message? Short version. A cop in Denmark is walking along, just doing their thing in a shopping district. They get a report that there's a disturbance. So they walk over. They are better trained there than in the United States. Notice, better trained, and this is in Denmark. Let's go. So when they make visual contact, they can see the couple. They realize it's, it's not, you know, nobody's getting hurt. So they take their time. And they're listening to the argument as they walk closer, using time, distance, you know trying to evaluate what's going on. And they kind of figure out as they're walking closer that this is a, a black American couple on vacation, husband and wife, and they're arguing over who left the insulin at home. So immediately, because I know something about the European culture, I think it, the cop is thinking like, oh shit, we need to, are you going into diabetic shock? You going into... You're going into, do you need the insulin right now? Is it a problem where you're feeling, like, immediately. And because my father had diabetes, had a um, diabetes that, he, because he basically drank himself to death. I'm thinking a cop is going down, he's mental list in his head, like, oh shit, it's an emergency because if somebody needs insulin, we need to take care of it now. But listen to what happened. That's it. That's what's going on. Now... It's Europe, you know, you need insulin. The solution to this issue is not to lock somebody up. It's to give you insulin, you know, solve the problem. So the officer walks over and as soon as they call out, the, the guy, you know, he throws his hands up. I'm complying, I'm complying. This bothered the cop um, because from their perspective, this is just a wild reaction to their presence. And they say they understand it, you know, because of the behavior of cops in the U.S. So right then and there, the the black guy just was like, oh, shit, cop. I'm, I'm like, I don't want to get killed on a foreign country. I don't want to just be like, no, like, hands up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cause a disturbance. And the cop is like, no, dog. We, we, <laughs> you know that slogan that... You know, are on police cars in the U.S. about protect and serve. We just take that shit, shit seriously. But let's go. But that's not. They would like to know a way to set people at ease. Um, and again, I'll provide my suggestions, but there there might be better ones in the comment section. I would say exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> it's cool. We're not American cops. I might actually start with that. And this is why that other video connected with me. I I saw this video 
couple days ago. But the fact that you can just think like, hey, no, this this isn't America. It's cool. We like it's cool. This isn't America. It's telling. Um, and if your boss doesn't, you know, want you to constantly mock American police, maybe just say start off with, you know, nobody's in trouble. It's okay. How can we help? Um, because there is a there is a very conditioned response to the presence of law enforcement. Exactly, um, exactly. And w- we don't have a lot of Andy Griffith cops left in the U.S. We, we don't have cops that use consent-based policing, which is what I think y'all use there. Um, it, it's very different. It's very domination-based. Yeah, most U.S. cops use control, command and control cops, um, policing. So their reaction isn't, I mean, it's not... It actually, it's not weird. Um, in fact, that's what you saw is, is kind of what they get told to do so they can stay safe. Um, and, you know, the officer said this, it's not the first situation that they've had like this, but it was the worst. You know, there, there were a number of times before then that they could see the fear in the body language and stuff like that. And it makes it harder for them to do their jobs. Um, I would... I would. I would flat out say, just start the conversation with, it's it's okay, we're not like American cops. They'll understand what you mean. Yes. 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 And let's just actually see what the comment section said. Um, here. As an American, I completely um, approve of the European cops saying trash about American cops. As a black American, this was actually one of the reasons why I'm planning on leaving the States. I don't want my daughter to grow up feeling uh, fearing police officers. Once I finish college and gain experience, I'll be applying for overseas jobs. As a black American, I was stationed in Germany a few years. And when I was driving around um, a roundabout, a cop spotted me, pulled me over, and he got out of the car and I was visibly nervous. As a cop asked me why, I told him because American law enforcement being pulled over um, twice a week, he simply says that's understandable and drive safe. Him asking the question and showing compassion put me at ease. Damn, I, mm. yeah, yeah. So, I'm not saying Europe is not without its problems. It is. Yeah. It, it has its problems, and but just to feel that. Yeah, you have to actually leave your country to actually feel good. I, mm, yeah, that that's that hits you home a little bit better. As Wajita says, I wish cops weren't a death sentence over here. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, guys, like, share, and subscribe. Remember, we're trying to actually hit a um, a thousand subscribers by October first. Help me out. Share my videos. Um, remember, in the comment section, there is um, now the membership. And if you want to actually help out the channel, you know what to do. Um, just watch more videos. Anyway, like, share, subscribe. And we're going to cut this video segment here.